Welcome to Caldwoods with Mert, the one-stop Salonis shop for all things sales, product, customers, marketing, and more. Welcome back. Like always, no fluff. Today I got here with me Sergio from the North American BDR team, and he's going to be going through his workflow, his day-to-day, on how he is able to book an average 9 to 10 demos a week. So I appreciate Sergio for coming on board. How's it going, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you, Mart. I'm glad to be here. So Sergio covers the Brazilian market, and he'll give us a quick intro on what he does. Awesome. Uh, Absolutely, Mart. Uh, my name is Sergio. So I grew up in Sao Paulo, Brazil. After college, I moved to New York to start working for Salonis as a business development rep. So I've been doing that for a couple of months. I fell in love with the product, with the industry. So I focus primarily in Brazil marketing, targeting the Fortune 100 companies in that market. It has been almost nine months and it has been a great journey. And I'm excited to see what is next at Salonis. Awesome. So he'll break, we'll break down the episode in three parts, like always. Number one, his daily breakdown. Number two will be how he's working his hot list to optimize success. And number three will be how he preps for the next day. Sergio, let's break it down. We really want to know, you're booking 10 demos a week. What is your exact hour-to-hour breakdown to get these 10 demos? So, Marta, just to give a... Uh, a little example, kind of what my workflow typically looks like. I basically start my day at 8.30, opening my emails and sales loft to see if there is someone I have sent in an email two, three days ago, have just interacted with them, how they are interacting with my contact uh, and see if they're forward to anybody else. But if, if I have any newest MQLs, I quickly make that a, as a priority. Once I went through the MQLs, I usually prioritize my outbound leads by the time of the day. So just to give a, a quick example, the best time to call a VP or CEOs is early morning or at the end of the day. Uh, this is because VPs and up, they are often in meetings in the middle of the day and it is really tough to catch them at their desks. However, generally the best time that have been working for me to dial those leads is between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Uh, during the afternoon, I, I usually from 12.30 and 1 p.m. Uh, during this time, I, uh, I'm usually on calls just to get someone, some of VPs or C-levels during lunchtime. So I, I make this 30 minutes call just to see if I have any lucky to get in hold of someone. From 1 p.m. to 3 p.m., I do some digital selling. I, own, I go to the LinkedIn. I post something. Uh, I do some email account research. Uh, I'm, usually I'm in meetings uh, and do some sourcing. And I, I, I like to emphasize the importance of sourcing because you, uh, whenever you source frequently, you're constantly refreshing your cadence to get new demos. From 3, to, uh, 3 p.m. to 5.20, that's the time that all my research is ready. And that's why uh, I'm able to have great conversations and insights that type of steps with prospects. So that's the time that I will be calling. From 5.20 p.m. to 6 p.m., uh, I, I, I get this 40 minutes time to write down some notes about the conversations that I had. 
and to finish my day, I just I I start to doing a prep uh, list on companies and contacts that I will be reaching out next day. I like that breakdown. It's very systematic. You know what you're doing. Let's talk about that morning for a second. So you talk about opening up emails and finding MQLs. Are you looking at MQLs and putting them into cadences right away? How are you? How are you working MQLs? Yeah, usually I have an alignment before uh, with each MQLs if my account is active. But yeah, if uh, this alignment, if this alignment is already previously done, I I put it right away in the cadence, and uh, I often send content for them. Uh, I try to make them interact with our content. If it's possible, I contact them uh, as soon as uh, I notice that they are interacting, they are foreign to other people. How important is sourcing in your day-to-day? Sourcing, I think, is key for for keeping up with new demos. I, I, I have like an average of 500, 700 contacts that it's working contacts. So I always try to source directors or VPs that I haven't, it, it isn't in Salesforce yet. And that's what actually makes me always, always get new demos and always get great de- uh, demos presentations with my. Let's take pitching aside because you know how to pitch really well. You know how to handle objections really well. How is your schedule? What part of that structured schedule is helping you out specifically? I make myself a checklist at the end of the day. I take time every day, 20 minutes to prep what accounts, what personas I will be targeting and what contacts I need to source to Salesforce. So I know I, I know who I will be who I will be sourcing, who I will be contacting next day. So in 20 minutes, you may ask like, what can you accomplish 20 minutes? A lot of things can be done in this time. So when I think about time management, I always look in my calendar and I always leave enough time to prep. I think this is really important for anyone that is is looking to to get more more meetings or to to have a better organization in their workflow. Let's talk about this hot list. I personally think hot list is, if not the most important thing in your job, one of the most important things in your job because at the end of the day, you're trying to get people. If you don't close them on the first call, put them in your hot list, follow up with them. What does your hot list look like and how do you work that every single day? So my hot list, I persistently adding value to them. I usually have three to four touches per week. Uh, the first couple of minutes, I research the company, which you should do no matter what. Nowadays, there are so many resources that you can look out their websites. Uh, you can also go to their LinkedIn page, see the news in the blog sessions, see if they have a Twitter, see if there is anything to know about them, right. if they're uh, posting really frequently, uh, and also their leadership. Figure out who the economic buyers are. Figure out who the, the decision makers are, so you can bring up during the call. So research the company, title, contact, and then after you get all this information, you got yourself a plan for a call. And at the end of the day, this all, all this that I mentioned is all about execution. Got it. So I usually work with three main cadences. Uh, there is a title-based cadence like procurement, finance process improvement, and inbound cadence and industry-specific cadence. So I usually work every single day. Um, average of email per week is two to three, four emails, two or three phone calls, and two LinkedIn messages. So uh, usually that's how I, I work in this hot list. How are you, how are you prioritizing cadences? 
Um, the way that I prioritize cadences, I usually start my day with my inbound cadences. So I try to, to make the most of it. Like always, uh, all the inbound cadences, I start calling, reaching out to them. I'm, I have a more aggressive method. For the other cadences outbound, for example, I, I, I usually start with LinkedIn messages. How many dollars are you making a day? Uh, 60 to 70 dollars. And that is, is spread out morning and uh, afternoon. Got it. So it's not just like you're making dials here, a few dials there, you're making dials at this time. You're, you're really methodically knowing what times are best to call exactly. certain people and you're, at, and you're really finding out what times are best for the people you're calling. Exactly. Our last topic is prepping for the next day. And I think that's something that most BDRs probably don't do. They just end the day off and go, okay, coming in tomorrow, doing the same thing again. What are you doing at the end of the day that is leading to success the next morning? So you always need to bear in mind, like, okay, you had a great day or not, uh, but you, you always need to know what you're going to do next. Like, how, how is going to be your next day? So you need to understand, like, who are the contacts? Who are the accounts that you're going to be reaching out to? You, if, you need to have a clear understanding if you, if you know who their economic buyers are, who the decision makers are. Like, just make a list, make a list of like 20 to 30 people that in the mor next morning, you're going to reach out to them. So those 20 people, I always have in, in my uh, Word document, uh, in any document in Salesforce, you can put it on. And, and I know who are the accounts and what is the people that I will be reaching out to. Sometimes they align with my AE about those contacts, about those accounts, and to see if they might uh, have any suggestions as well. And then I always add it to the list. So I would always suggest you to have this 20 minutes in the end of the day in your calendar. This is enough to, to, to separate at least 20 contacts, five accounts that you're going to be reaching out in the morning next day. Are you always going back and forth with your AE every single day? Uh, usually two, three times per week. That's good to know because BDRs do tend to not communicate enough with them. But in your case, you're leveraging the communication back and forth to prep for the next day to know who to target, which contacts to prioritize, which cadences to prioritize, which is awesome. Yeah, that's key. Definitely. Sergio, any, uh, any last minute tips you have? What's the first thing you would advise them? Uh, I would say most of my leads nowadays are coming from LinkedIn, which is insane. So my advice is like, if you're connecting with someone on LinkedIn, or if someone is connecting with you, take that extra minute to personalize your response, because I promise you it's really worth it. There is just one thing that I always keep in mind when personalizing my LinkedIn message and I learned with Mert. Uh, at the end of, uh, of the end, it is about them. It's not about you. So I always start saying who you are, why, uh, why you want to connect with them and name drop an initiative or a challenge that maybe they are facing and you know about it. So just to wrap up, think about prioritization, think about intelligently engaging and better managing your time. And I'm pretty sure if you do these three things, that can help you to bring you where you want to go. Social selling is such an important part of the workflow, I believe now. And I'm going to plug in our social selling episode a few weeks ago. It really does dive into the messaging and what you can say to people. But Sergio, I really appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for your time. Like always, no fluff. I'll see you on the next episode, everyone.